do know it's with Talisa Ann, where I talk about your mama, your daddy, your dogs, and your cats, maybe even you. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's me, I'm back. It's been a long time. You have to say whoop, 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 whoop. Say whoop, yes, yeah, say whoop. Okay, okay, give it to me, give it to me right. But anyway, I have Aisha LaShawn. What's up, y'all, how you doing? I have Jeremy Brown. I wish Jeremy Brown, but I'm a fan, man. How's it going, everybody? Uh, we're going to be talking about what's going on and right here in the DFW. <laughs> And we're gonna start off talking about Arlington, man. It says the U.S. Department of Hood announced Wednesday that it has charged Arlington with violating the Fair Housing Act by refusing to approve proposals for affordable housing unless it's limited to the elderly. Allegedly, they allegedly made statements saying that residents with kids are problematic. Aisha, what is your thoughts on that? Well, being that I'm on housing, I can definitely see how that's true, considering the fact that whenever I was looking for apartments, the only places that were, you know, a livable standard for normal people, and I say that meaning, you know, you have central AC, you have locks on your windows, your doors close all the way, there aren't bugs and stuff, like, those places didn't have any availability unless it was an elderly place. Like all the elderly places that I called, they're like, yeah, 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 but you have to be 65 or older. Outside of that, I literally looked up on finding the place that I moved to because you know how hard it is. Yeah, okay, what are your thoughts on that, Jeremy? I mean, I agree with her. Uh, I'm a, I know from my experience without looking for, uh, without looking, without having a house and looking for apartments, like, you're gonna look and then you're gonna see one, you're gonna think it's great, and then you're gonna see the amenities and it's all horrible. Like, you know, your your uh, uh, AC is horrible, your refrigerator's broken down, like it looked like somebody had cleaned up in the place in forever, but right across the street will be an elderly home, has plenty of availability, and you just be so wooed and wild about it, but about as soon as you walk through the door, you find out it's an elderly place. Yeah. Okay, well, my thoughts on that, personally, uh, First of all, I agree that elderly people need a safe place to stay. But to discriminate against people with kids, Arlington, that's 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 crazy. That's discrimination. That's a form of a formable wall. That's a wall. Like Trump building the wall, that's a wall against people with kids. And first of all, Arlington always been like that city they didn't want like public transportation coming out there because they didn't want the inner city people coming out there, which is another form of a wall. And who is the hell is they to discriminate against kids? These are kids. If you don't, if you don't, if you have a problem with kids within that area, you need to come up with some different programs. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff for them to do within that area, within that city. Hell, you got six flats right there. You got what? What is that water park right there? Hurricane Harbor. You got Hurricane Harbor right there, but you don't want to approve. And let's talk about affordable housing. First of all. Mm-hmm. First of all, these people, they get loans from the government to build these nice places and stuff like that, okay? Mm-hmm. They get money from the government. But when they get that money, they have their rent. That's one of the crime. You have their rent 
to like, you know, maybe some low income people because everybody can't afford that high ass rent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if they had a choice, they wouldn't rent to you. But even then, it's not ever actually low income because the places that say, oh, we do low income housing, there's still an income limit that you have to meet. You have to be within a certain, um, I don't know what the word is, but a certain range of income. You can't be above a certain level, but you also can't be below a certain level. Or they're still not going to be able to rent to you. Yeah, and that's 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 those loopholes. That's that, that's how they get away from renting. Like, to but you. how is it low income can, housing? It's can not. You, can, you, can you get a low income housing uh, off of a seven twenty five job? Which is wage. No, you can't. You don't. You don't have enough money for the low income house. Nope, not for an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just sad because all of them really want all that in the first place into the Cowboy Stadium who's out there because they was broke. You know, because they was broke. They wanted the stadium out there for they can bring people out there, but they want people with money out there. Really, KK? Are you serious? I'm doing a podcast. KK. KK. You know what we're saying? We'll be right. Blue Noise. I am back with Aisha Lashun. What's up? Jeremy Brown. What's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry about what happened in the last, the first segment. You know, shit happens. So we're going to keep it moving to the next topic right here in the DFW Metroplex. It says a Dallas woman is facing murder charges after allegedly injecting illegal silicone into a Fort Worth woman's buttocks. Mm. Pamela Berkeley, 55, was taken into custody Thursday for the death of a 35-year-old with Loretta King. I mean, she died in May. She inj- What's wrong with people? Why people don't like their bodies, man? Personal images. I mean, don't forget, you got magazines out there that, that that depict a body being one way and how it should look. You know, you got people, you you have people looking up to romantic movies and in every romantic movie is the size two chick, you know, just out here because she'd have been working out for six hours in a day. People want the same thing, you know. Social media, basically. <laughs> I mean, back uh, that used to be back in the days when I was young, when everything was supposed to be skinny. But you see a lot of thick chicks. Men love thick women. Men I mean, don't want a bag of bones. It's like people people always have uh, gone out their way to keep up with the social norms mm-hmm. or what people favor, what ma- the majority favors, basically. And it used to be skin and bones back then. And now it's the, the curvier... And the more unproportionate in the right areas you are, the more they like it. And you have all these people coming out, like he was saying, magazines, social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, artists, actors, uh, everybody is sexualized nowadays. And if you can look attractive, then you get so much more attention. And in a world where the internet is life for a lot of people, Attention is everything. We're having three thousand followers, right? Three thousand dollars in your savings right. account is an accomplishment. And on top of that, people still have low self-esteem, like they've always had. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the only thing I could see to really push somebody to get an illegal injection like that, knowing that the substance isn't the right substance to even get that procedure, but you're still willing to undergo. Just know it's not professional. 
I mean, yeah, but if it's not professional, then it's illegal. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, I understand people want to fix things on their body. Shit, I want breast implants. I want a tummy tuck, but I can't afford that. So I'm not going to go be so desperate to go out there and, you know, get the wrong people that inject me with anything or do some, you know, what watched operation on my ass. You know what I'm saying? Looking, looking worse or even lose my life, you know? I mean, it's all about self-esteem. You know, I don't like my hands, but do they have, you know, a surgery for my hands? No, they don't have a surgery for my hands, so I got to keep my hands. <laughs> I got to embrace my hands. <laughs> I got to embrace my hands. I got to love myself regardless. I mean, if I change anything on my body, it's not going to be for the public. It's not going to be for a guy. It's going to be for me. You know, I'm 46 years old. I can use a tummy tuck. You know what I'm saying? I've had two kids. I'm old in life. I want to look good for myself. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to wear stuff that I was able to get away with wearing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wear stuff like that now, but it's not for anybody else but me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to risk my life to get it. Right. And that's the part people don't realize. They take it so seriously. They think that it impacts their life that much mm-hmm. to where they're willing to risk it all. Mm. So do y'all think y'all think it's like right and okay for the lady to be uh, basically facing murder trial, like you murder charges for it? Yes. Yes, definitely. Because first of all, she's not a professional. She knew she was doing. She probably did it in our garage if she had a garage, maybe <laughs> a rabbit hotel somewhere where she injecting people with all kinds of what that she they put in the tires and right. you know this is this is crazy. You shouldn't have to lose your life for that. So she has yeah she needs to do time. It's both they fall. It's the the lady who dies fall because she put herself in that situation and then it's the lady who actually did the procedures fall as well because she knew the stuff she was working with wasn't the safest product on the market which is why she was doing it low key low key low key that's what i'm talking about y'all need some some surgery and stuff like that y'all need to you know get a good job make that money save it up and go to the professional because if i get anything done i want to get it done by the people on tv <laughs> I want to get it done by the people on TV. Mm-hmm. Blue Noise and Tilly saying we'll be right back where we're going to discuss some more DFW Metroplex. Yes, yes, yes. We left off talking about the lady that was doing all the illegal butt injections and shit like that. You know what? I think I messed up this whole podcast myself because I've supposed to been doing that whole segment for 15 minutes. <laughs> but I broke it down. I broke it down. But that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. But anyway, uh, more news about the DFW. We have the Collin Judge, what? Collin County Judge Chris Hill announced Thursday that he will file the necessary paperwork to reopen bars in Collin County. They're going to be oh, trying to open back up the bar. You know, people want to get out and drink. <laughs> well, honestly, the first thing that comes to my mind is, didn't Trump just get COVID? Yes. Right. Okay. So COVID, COVID is still a thing. You know, it hasn't gone away and it's not going to unless there's a cure developed, which there hasn't been. So my second thing that comes to mind is, didn't Tito get COVID? Mm-hmm. And him and Trey used to go out to bars all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think opening up bars is necessary. Like, it's already bad enough. I mean, the strip club is open up, so they got to have some of the And that's what I was about to say. It's bad enough that you still have all these other social places 
open. And I, I honestly, I've never agreed with reopening any of it. Like, yeah, people are dying to get out and do something. But at the end of the day, you're going to be dying COVID if you get sick. I mean, speaking of COVID and bars, <laughs> I heard this one place right here in the DFW knows that a couple of people that work for them have the COVID bars, but they're not telling anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's scandalous. People and you want to talk about Trump, but you're not telling anybody People that your that. employees have COVID and they're infecting everybody else. Yeah, it's because you can't stop them from infecting everybody else. You can't stop that infection from spreading in an environment like that. You have to think everybody's coming in, drinking out those same glasses that they use to make drinks. They're supposed to wash the them, same, don't they? They're supposed say, to. Uh, you know, like steam them, like put them in a dishwasher? Yeah, you can't yeah get a they clean put them in the dishwasher, bar, but I'm they're still sitting at the same bar. Mm-hmm. They're still sitting in the same chairs. On top of that, you're, they're not using any masks. Whenever you go into a restaurant and people are eating, they don't have a mask on. And on top of that, you can't sit six feet away at a bar. Whose bar is that big? All you gotta do is put limitations on it, just like how Walmart had it. Because people went into Walmart, but With they didn't have masks on. But that didn't mean they had their mask on the whole time. Not everybody wiped down the baskets. Understood, but it's a much, much higher percentage of people that are taking precaution versus in an environment where you're literally eating and drinking, you have to have your mouth exposed at all times to do it. So basically what you're saying, you're against them opening the bars at the 50% yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but people go places all the time. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to just catch it in the bar. You can catch it at a restaurant. They got the restaurants open. Exactly. You know, it's they the have the clothing thing. stores open. It's the same they have thing. the abortion clinic open. You know, they have a lot of different stuff open. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you can catch COVID in the abortion clinic. <laughs> I mean, but you can catch it anywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. you can catch it by going to the hospital. Exactly. Yeah. Going to the hospital and getting something like stitches back. Exactly. Being realistic, you can catch it anywhere, anytime. You could be exposed to it. But if you're taking precautions, like wearing a mask, having hand sanitizer as you come through the door, like Walmart does, mm-hmm. you know, making sure those baskets get wiped down, sprayed down, like Walmart does, versus at a restaurant or at a bar. They're not doing that constantly around the clock every time somebody gets up and leaves, coming over there, wiping things down. You know, yeah, I'm sure they do wash their dishes, but people are still eating, chewing, spitting, coughing, sneezing, breathing. And going to the strip clubs. And going to the strip clubs all right next to each other just to eat out or just to go have a drink. Real quick, when was the last time you saw somebody wipe off the top of the hand sanitizer in Walmart? Everybody touched that with their bare hands. I ain't never seen nobody wash that. That's all I got to (laughs) say. I've never seen it, but I do know down the street, you know, my store that I shop at a lot, you know, Aversons and stuff like that. I know they always got somebody right there wiping down, sanitizing stuff when you come in the store, you know. Right. And, and they hand I'm, you the basket. And you anytime know? I've gone into like a restaurant, like I've ordered carry out food, everybody's in there with no mask. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in there right next to each other, on top of each other, like they were before COVID happened. Okay, well, I mean, since she's saying that, I mean, what's what's the problem with opening up the bars then? People getting COVID anyway. People are still getting sick. I'm saying I'm against all of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. They don't need to open up the bars. That's going to cause more people to get sick. I honestly feel like the restaurant diner should not be open either. Mm-hmm. Carrie. Blue Noise, and I'm back. We left off talking about Cali, what, Collin, Collin County Judge. 
you know, and coronavirus, him open up bars. We talked about Arlington. Uh, what else did we talk about, y'all? We talked uh, about... The lady with the booty injections. Yeah, out there killing people. He need to get time in jail. You know, people need to, you know, tighten up, tighten up. You know, raise your self-esteem. But anyway, we're going to move on to the entertainment section of the show with Aisha LaShawn. Yay. Jeremy Brown. Oh, my God. Back at it again. Blue Noise with Talisa and and okay, first entertainment. First of all, do y'all know who Tracy Ellis Ross is? Tracy Ross? Tracy yeah. Ellis Ross. Sounds very familiar. Okay, she played on the uh, show Girlfriends. You talking yeah. about Diana Ross's daughter? Yeah, okay. exactly. I know exactly. Exactly. You know, she's an actress, singer, TV host, and she's best known for his show Girlfriend and Blackish. Mm-hmm. She's on Blackish too, but she's got she got dragged on Twitter. And she got dragged on Twitter because she considered herself, what she called herself, the face of black beauty. And they wait a minute. And they dragging her because she's biracial. You know, Diana Ross is black and her daddy is white. So she can't possibly be the face of black beauty. I guess they want a dark skinned chick, you know, somebody that's not mixed. To be the face of black beauty. Who they gonna ask? Because everybody darn near mixed nowadays. Honestly, honestly, it's like I couldn't see why she got dragged because yes, yeah, she is mixed. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna be the face of any kind of beauty, just let it be a general sense of beauty. Mm-hmm. Because you don't represent one kind of group of people. You mm-hmm. represent a mixed culture and those people exist. Like you said, everybody's damn near mixed nowadays. So if you're gonna be the face of, just let it be beauty in general. Because when you put black and knowing the times that we in, uh, you go back to having mixed-ish problems. You're not black enough. Yeah. Stuff like that starts popping up. And it's not that she's just not black enough. It's just that you have a lot of beautiful, dark, pure black women out here. She's not the face of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, and, and, and I understand where you're coming from. And that's what people have a problem with. Because for for decades, on top of decades, you know, light skin is the white skin. White skin is the right skin. And people still, they think in their mentality. Now, she's a beautiful woman. But do she represent the face of black beauty for me? I don't think she does. Because that's telling all the young black men that, hey, I'm like skin. This is what your black woman should look like. Exactly. Exactly. And then I'm not discriminating against her by any means. I don't have a problem with light-skinned people or mixed people or none of that. But at the end of the day, you got to really think about what you do before you do it. Yeah, especially given the times that we're in races. This has always been a huge deal, but you add the internet to it, and now it's just like on steroids. Uh, Maybe she was doing it for clout. (laughs) I mean, it could be. Some people do things just to get attention. Okay, so Jeremy Brown, what you think? And I'm I know you're a mixture yourself. Look, look. I mean, just put out your honest opinion. Uh, I mean, first of all, you ain't got to cater to anybody. Foremost, that's Diana Ross's daughter, bro. Y'all can't tell me nothing about <laughs> Diana Ross's daughter, bro. She black enough. Her mama, Diana Ross. Is your mama Diana Ross? No. <laughs> but no, I mean, on a serious note, I mean, I it's like a. It's, I understand the whole, you know, yes, you're not because you're of a lighter skin complexion, but. Literally, if this was Jim Crow days, you black. It don't matter. You black. You black. But even and if just, it's it don't matter about how dark your skin is. It don't matter about how light your skin is. It's just black. She'd get lynched just like we all get lynched. If we was back in Jim Crow days, 
Now, you know, being that, yes, in modern day, and yes, like you were saying, you know, Aisha, with like how, how it already is, bro, you know, you it, it was a whole thing about Drake and Meek being black, you know, light skin versus dark skin. Like in the NBA, you know, LeBron versus Steph, that's light skin versus dark. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's always been, it's always gonna be a thing. Really, I think really what everybody just kinda needs to do is take a moment and just be happy that we do have some people. Now, when I say this, this means no disrespect to anybody out there in this category. When I start mentioning these names, when I say names, like anybody on Love and Hip Hop, like Cardi B, like, you know, any people like make any music that you hear on a radio station nowadays, like any, any of that, like it's, it's better that somebody, at least somebody's trying to be positive, bro. Just take it as that and let it go. Yeah, you know, I agree with you to a certain extent. You know, at the end of the day, people gonna have a reason to be upset, but when you say something, you gotta really think about what you're saying. We gonna move on to the next segment. And the next segment, uh, we're gonna talk about in entertainment, uh, Tevin Campbell. Y'all know who Tevin Campbell is? Can we talk for a minute? Okay. But I want to know your name. Oh, anyway, he's suing uh, Jaguar Wright. If you don't know who Jaguar Wright is, she's an R&B neo-soul singer. She has performed and collaborated with. Oh, Lord. I hope still record. Okay. She has performed and... (laughs) And collaborative, yeah. She has performed with like The Roots and Jay Z. But anyway, uh, Teddy Cameron is suing up because she said that he was a male prostitute. You know, Jaguar Wright, she's been in the industry for a very long time. And she's been dragging a lot of people on social media these days, like Diddy, Alicia Keys, Mary J. Blind. And everybody under the sun. I don't know if she's just doing it for clout. I don't know if she just, you know, but basically, she, I don't think she's doing it clout. I think she just want to get the truth out there about how the industry really works. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How it really works. She had some nasty things to say about Alicia, Alicia Kitty. She had some nasty things to say about Kitty. And she had some nasty things to say about Tiffany Campbell. Well, how people go into the industry, they got to do a lot of, you know, sit on that couch and jump through hoops and maybe get on their knees and bob their head a little bit just to get on and then they're not even making real music she had something to say about jill scott she dragged this she said jill scott was a hater (laughs) she had something to say about lauren hill she She said lauren hill didn't write all those songs man i mean she probably didn't I mean, but they, that's what she was saying because she they want people to believe that they're doing all this creative stuff on their own, but they're not. I mean, what people fail to realize when it comes to anybody that is a face for a platform, whether it be their own platform, their own brand or not, they're working with other people. Nobody does it all by themselves. Even if they say, hey, I came from the bottom on my own and I did all this by myself, it's impossible. It's literally impossible. You have to go through resources. Those resources require an exchange, whether it be getting on your knees or $50,000. Whatever that exchange is, it's always an exchange and people always got skeletons in their closet. Yeah, see, that's it. She, I'm sorry, Jeremy, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I was, I was just lost. She sued him for being a male prostitute. Well, she well she he sued her because he, for saying that he was a male prostitute. Reputation oh, right there. I'm sorry, yeah, that's my fault. I thought you said that she was suing him for being a male prostitute. I said this is a janky America we live in. <laughs> if you can't even, 
yourself and you know you can't spell your 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 money you can't you can't slang nothing just keep your money that's cold go ahead y'all i'm sorry yeah i honestly feel like i mean it could be true you know what i'm saying it could be exaggerated truth it could be false Either way, those things do happen and exist, and I don't put it past nobody, especially when you've made it that big. You have to sacrifice something to get there. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. She don't want people to have to sacrifice their values and their morals to get on for us. People have to sit on that couch and you know, jump on the hoop, bend over and all. She don't want people to have to do that. Mm -hmm. And she said she's trying to take down one of the heavy hitters in the game. That's Clive Davis. Well, I can I can honestly say that I <laughs> I do agree with not having to sacrifice your morals and value and spirituality and anything that makes you a human just to get on. But at the end of the day, we as people already know that money is the root to all evil. Oh, and evil. it always has been. People that are going through all this extra stuff, or they're doing it so they can get paid. Mm -hmm. They're doing mm -hmm. it so they can get famous, so they can get dough, they can get thousand dollar checks every week. So it's pretty much about what you're willing to do to get where money. you want to be for the money. That's what that's. I mean, but it doesn't have to be that way. If I had my way and I had money and I could put people on, I'm not gonna make them do anything for sexually with me or with anybody else to get on. She's talking about. They're selling young girls from yeah. one rap crew to another rap crew. It's like, what do you get somebody that has everything? Stuff that they shouldn't want. I mean, People that are super freaking rich, mm -hmm. they literally... It's like sex addicts, basically. You get tired of having sex with the same kind of people, you switch to something else. Same position, you switch to something else. Same environment, you switch to something else until you get that thrill that you're looking for. And some people go so far because they're so tired of the norm to where they do do crazy shit like that. Like uh, mm -hmm. Survivor Compton mm -hmm. with Michelle. Mm -hmm. Where they were, yeah, when they were showing her going through all her steps from everybody. I mean, she, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying she, you know, was really jumping around in beds, but she did go through so many different relationships just trying to get to this one point in her life. And all that started off just because she had a good voice and she liked singing and she thought these people were cool, you know? Yeah, my thing is, back to that, about that movie with Michelle A. I mean, when they showed in the movie, she was only with Drake and Suge Knight. Mm -hmm. First of all, two of the heavy hitters. Speaking of him, his wife is, ooh, man, that woman that he left her for. <laughs> She's divorcing Drake right now. And he gonna get to keep most, probably all his money. <laughs> She's saying she started up some shit, you know, she should take what I think she said she helped him with some shit. I about but the thing she helped is, him with Beats Audio, she about to get paid. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna move on to the next topic in the entertainment news segment. And that is Tamra Hall. Miss Tamra Hall, she's a TV talk show host. She's pretty, very pretty lady. Hopefully I'll be like her one day and have my own TV show and stuff like that. But anyway, she's been sued. <laughs> Everybody's being sued, man. Okay. Now, this is very interesting right here. She says, Tamara Hall, you know, she got hit with a $16 million lawsuit by anti-vaxxer mom who appeared on her show. She got offended when Tamara told her audience that she wouldn't let her son play with her son. Now, the word anti-vaxxer means it's a person that don't want their kids vaccinated. 
Okay. It's just like a person that don't want to go to the doctor. They want to take all these, you know, yeah. natural mm-hmm. substances yeah. and stuff like that. Never believe in my baby. Yeah, place it. And she don't believe in, at, you know, getting vaccinated. I mean, when I was at Walmart the other day and a guy offered me a flu shot, I'm like, why are you trying to give me the flu? It's like, <laughs> for your body can build up the antibodies and stuff like that. It's going to trick your body thinking you have the flu, so your body will build up the antibodies. Or you might just get the flu. But, but what I'm saying is, what if my body don't build up the antibodies and then I just have the flu? So maybe that was her line of thinking. But anyway, she she said that she felt like Tamara Hall compared her child to a person with leprosy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't, first of all, if you don't bring a guest to your show, don't be rude to me. Don't be rude to me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, talking about something too personal on the show anyways. Like, I mean, it's a good topic to talk about. I mean, yeah, but the whole point is to have people on your shows to have good topics, not to end up in the court getting sued or sued. I mean, honestly, it's like, I understand from both point of views. It's like, because whenever I had first took baby to get her first shots, I asked all kinds of questions. They couldn't stick her with nothing that I haven't already done some research on, mm-hmm. all that and so forth. Because nowadays there's so many different possibilities with medicine, and people react differently to everything. Mm-hmm. So you put it in one person, it may help them from getting sick. You put it in another one, they might die. Mm-hmm. You know. And then on top of that, you're crossing these vaccines. You're getting vaccinated every three months. You still have the last vaccine in your body. What happens when those two medicines interact? Mm-hmm. You know, people don't think that far. And I think the people that are anti-vaccine, that's what they're thinking about. And then on top of that, I also believe that your body, you were born naturally. You are born with all of that. Mm-hmm. You should be able to survive without it. I mean, basically, I feel like this. Of course, I got vaccinated, you know, as a child growing up, you know, for you, won't, you know, for your body to have those antibodies. I believe in modern day medicine because it's gonna save me from a lot of little sexual transmitted disease when I was a kid. I had one disease, chlamydia, a long time ago. <laughs> I ain't had none as a grown ass woman, and you ain't supposed to get none as a grown ass woman. But I mean, this is blue laws. We talk about your mama, your daddy. Hey, I ain't saying nothing, mama. And maybe even me. I you know, we're gonna talk about <laughs> I mean, but I'm on some real shit, though. You have to. I mean, my thing is, I understand that people invent shit that's gonna harm you and stuff like that. But there's some good people out there that that do want to do like good medicine for people. They use their gifts to really help people. Yeah. You know, versus trying to take them out. But these medicines, they do have side effects. So I understand why people want to be natural, take natural supplements and stuff like that too. That and it's also kind of like a, a weakening thing to me. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't give your body a chance to be what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Whenever you get sick, you automatically start building up those antibodies versus you're already vaccinated. You don't even have a chance to build up those antibodies. Who's to say that vaccines even well, don't that's work? The whole, I mean, but don't forget that is the whole point. That's why they technically are meant to make you sick mm-hmm. just so you can build it because it may not be a chance where you really come into it, but the first chance that you do, the, the person may have the worst case of it. And at that moment, then it don't matter because now they got the worst case of it. Now, at least you didn't have your vaccination. So they have the worst case. You may be all right. Mm-hmm. You know? uh-huh. That was Aisha Lishun and Jeremy Brown. 
And they have a lot to sell. These are some good topics. What? What y'all think? Can I get a yay yay on the topics? <laughs> yay yay. No, no, not a yay yay. No, we ain't doing yay yay. That's that's ice cube. That's ice cube. Yay yay. Now we gonna we gonna we gonna get a whoop whoop on those topics. Whoop whoop. Those topics is hot, right? But we gonna talk about the last topic. We got some Talisa and. Uh, sitting here with Aisha Lashun. What up? Jeremy Brown. What's going on? And you know, we, I was watching Real Housewives of Potomac. And I like the show. I think they giving Atlanta Housewives a run for their money. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, if y'all don't, you know, ever watch the show, mm-hmm. it comes on Bravo. It comes my time at seven o'clock. But anyway, you have some very beautiful women on there. Uh, we have Giselle Bryan. We have Candice Dillard. I think her last name Dillard. Uh, <laughs> we have Robin Dixon. Uh, who else? We have Monique Bryan. I, think, I hope I'm getting everybody's first name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, I love watching the show because hopefully I'll be like, you know, one of those ladies on this TV show mm-hmm. and stuff like that with all my money, my rich husband mm-hmm. and stuff like our old husband. You know, we have mm-hmm. Karen here. <laughs> Karen here. But the thing is, uh, I have my favorite character on the show that I like, and I have my least favorite character on that show that I don't like. And I'm say my least favorite character is Giselle Bryant. Because she always, I feel like she's a hater. Don't get it twisted. She's a very beautiful woman. She's a very beautiful, light-skinned woman. But that don't mean she ain't no hater. So I don't want y'all to think that I'm hating on her because she's light-skinned. Oh, you're just trying to clear the hair. Yeah, I'm just trying to clear the hair. Let's get that out there. I don't like her because I think she's a phony. I mean, Monique is one of the, I think, is my favorite character on the show. I like Monique because she's down to earth. She likes to have fun and she tries really hard. You know, she got kids, she got married, her husband. He's like NBA coach somewhere, I don't know. But he got a lot of money. They got all kinds of houses and cars and lake houses and shit. And I thought, you know, I feel like Giselle is jealous of Monique. You know, when Monique first came on the show, and Monique, even though she's got all this money, you know, with her husband, she's having a happy life, you know, she wanted, she was trying to do a hip hop thing. You know, she did her hip hop and they was like, oh, hip hop, yeah. Like, bitch, bye, Giselle. The reason why I say that is because, bitch, you was married to a whole pastor. A pastor, Jamal Bryant. And he went out and cheated on her, so she divorced him. Not with one woman, I think multiple women. Yeah, ask God for So I felt like she was hating on, hating on Monique because Monique is half. Had a happy home. A happy home. <laughs> And she's been dogging her ever since. I mean, honestly, that's just, it just reminds me of women and the issues that we have as women with other women. It's like jealousy comes from so many stupid areas with women. And a lot of it begins with, for one, like you were saying, people do hate because somebody's beautiful, because somebody might think somebody's more beautiful, but then it goes into the deeper issues. Okay. What kind of woman are you? This is what you're having to deal with. What kind of woman am I? This is what I'm having to deal with. We're comparing each other's situations as women, and we think it gives us a right to either look up to or look down on somebody. And that's, I feel like, is where it all stems from. Like, people just 
they just start hating. Yeah. That's literally all it is, is jealousy. Mm -hmm. And women get jealousy the worst. Mm. The worst. Women are so much more capable of being completely envious and nasty about it. Being envious and nasty about it. Like, it's one thing to see something you want and wish you had it. It's another thing to treat somebody like shit because you don't have it. Uh -huh. But anyway, the thing is, I mean, hey, hey, we got another intruder. When the blue lights on, don't knock on the door. Don't come in the house. And I'm not just talking about my best friend, Eddie. I'm talking about my, don't, don't say nothing. Don't be talking too loud because my baby's sitting over there on the couch. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's a bitch. All right. Okay, huh? Well, I'm doing a podcast right now. You got to be quiet. I'm going to put you out. Katie already told me she's going to give me $20. So I'm going to let her slide on what she did in the beginning of the show. <laughs> but the thing is, it just makes me so sick because the thing is, we have this other lady on the show. Her name is Candice Dillard. And when Candice first came on the show, you know, you can see she has some issues with her mother and the way she treat people and talk to people. But she threw a whole knife at one of the other characters, Ashley. You got to turn that music off. I mean... Ashley. Yes, I'm podcasting. Uh, Ashley. Damn. Ashley. But Ashley. she threw a whole canine at Ashley. And and now that Monique and Candice got into it, you know, Monique, I think she's not a shit starter. Do I think she's perfect? Probably not. I don't think she's perfect. But at the end of the day, this chick, Candice, kept agging her on, agging her on. And to my drag me, Monique, drag me, Monique. And, you know, Eventually, she got dragged. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, they want to make her look like she just, uh, you know, a, a, a person that's so, you know, beneath them. And she's just so ghetto. And, you know, she just made all black women look bad, which sucks. Because first of all, if you think all black women act like, let's one say, one, one black woman, and soon that's everybody, you're a racist. Yeah. You're a racist, pure and simple. You are a racist. Because yeah. we got Michelle Obama's in the world. We have Oprah's, and then you got me. And then you got people that's... I am talking about ladies and women in general. Yes, y'all may have the gene to push get a little bit more when y'all feel jealous. Yes, but guys got it too. Don't even mm -hmm. let nobody front. Bro, it's a lot of dead women out there. Bro, mm -hmm. yeah, bro. And men. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody is jealous. But I, it's like I said, it's it's it's, a, it's one of those, you know, it's a, it's a natural human thing to be jealous because you're always going to naturally want something that you don't have. But that's the thing; it's not necessarily natural to be jealous. It's natural to see something you want. Well, okay, it's, it's not natural to be jealous, but you can make it natural it, to be, be jealous. Yeah, and that's the thing; people have to check themselves in that instance because you can see something you want or see something that you would like to have that somebody else has or whatever it is, whether it be skin tone, money, mm -hmm. cars, whatever, kids, whatever it is, you can always use that to fuel a fire within yourself. And that fire becomes what is called jealousy Whoa. versus just seeing it and being like, okay, good for them. I mean, yeah. first of all, they need to release all those demons back where they came from. Exactly. Because my okay. thing is when it comes to stuff that other people have, First of all, I see something like, wow, that's nice. I'm going to compliment them on what they have. I don't care if she's a pretty woman or whatever. She have all this money. Like, damn, how did you get there? Maybe I'll get there. Right. Those, those type of things inspire me. Right. 
if I see a woman and she's like Monique, she's married, she got everything like that, I hope I can get that one day. But I'm not gonna hate on her because she have it. Monique is a crazy ass bitch. Yeah. She got this, that, and why. Yeah. Nasty. If they pay you $200, $300, $400, $500 more, wait, wait, more than they do that person every episode for you to be the person everybody hates, hates. you know, I, uh, I do it too. She playing a part. She can be playing. You gotta have antagonists, man. You know, you gotta have the top dog. You but people gonna naturally do that, so why do you have to hype it up? Because but then you turn around. What, okay, okay, hold up. Let me let me make this point. First of all, if she's getting paid to do that, to be that person on the show, she can't then come back and try to talk down on Monique. Yes, she can. Yes, she can, because that's what she get paid to do. Why? It's television. People love drama. drama. People love this all reality TV. People love specific situations. <laughs> I bet you they had that whole nine scene that she threw planned. Mm -hmm. Because for one, if she was really trying to kill somebody, they're not allowed We're to. We're talking about now. Yeah, if she was really trying to kill somebody, she's not allowed to be back on the show. People get put off for endangering. But she got back on the show. She threw a whole nine. Exactly. But they That's why I'm telling you, me. it was planned it for was the fake. show. <laughs> it was Set up for these shows. Like the moon landed, it was staged. Drama. That's the whole. That's what they're doing.